What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The volume. All I want for the holidays this year is some NBA action. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks. An instant dub just for you. The Lakers have a tough stretch coming up. Boston on Christmas, couple road games against the Timberwolves. So I'm definitely keeping my eye on these lines to see how DraftKings thinks LeBron and them boys are going to stack up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins, J-E-N-K-I-N-S. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.com slash basketball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources welcome to jenkins and jones on the volume podcast network it is monday december 18th and we're very excited to have a bunch of great junk to talk to you about. So it's kind of a kind of a kind of a junk pile of topics today. Very excited as always. Dragonfly Jones, aka Tyler, is your host. Hey everybody, how's it going? Along with Lejethro Jenkins, aka John. What's up, Bubba's? I'm Guardy B, aka Mike. Mother, mother, fucking Mike, fucking Mike, fucking Mike. Mike. <laughs> Coming to you live. Coming to you live. <laughs> Produced by the lovely and talented Jackson Saffon. Waza. 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 A couple quick updates up top as we get into the holiday weeks here. Um, please subscribe to youtube.com slash at Jenkins and Jones. Trying to get to 5,000 guys. Like and subscribe every video. 
if they unsubscribe or resubscribe, will they like will that trick the algorithm in some way, Jackson? No, no, it will not. But we do the way to trick the algorithm is to have every single one of our fans, every single listener right now, log on, hit the hit play on a video, and just walk away from your computer. Just let oh. it run. Just hit play and walk away. Is that fraud? Are you engaging in some light fraud right now? <laughs> I would say it's juicing. just a way to to <laughs> take advantage of a system that's taking advantage of us. You know? Oh, fight back! Yeah, yeah. fight the power. <laughs> Fight the power, but leave <laughs> leave Jenkins and Jones <laughs> playing in a vacant room all day. <laughs> this is how you support your friends. <laughs> uh, take your t- when you go home for the holidays. Take your grandma's phone, download the YouTube app, subscribe to Jenkins and Jones, and delete the app. You know what I mean? We just need to get the numbies up. That's all. Um, we will. I would be- love to hear a grandma hearing us for the first time. You know what I mean? Don't delete the app. Just subscribe and see what happens. You know what I mean? You know I have, what I mean? Report I have- back. I'm very close to that with a um a donor to the the five six two who's very much like a, a a grandma figure in my life who's like the sweetest lady in the world, and Jenkins and Jones has come up at a couple of our board meetings because uh, because of support you I I shout out the support you guys show when we launched the five six two and like helping to you know spread the message and all this other stuff like when. Mm-hmm. We had like Pablo Torre telling me he heard of it and what you know fucked that we were a nonprofit and stuff. I'm like that's you know y'all. And um, she was like, she pulled me aside afterwards. She's like, I'd like to listen to this podcast that you're on. And I was like, nah. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't. She's a, she says, gosh. You know what I mean? It's like, you know. <laughs> she <laughs> says, darn. Darn. Not even darn. She says, darn. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to do darn that. Uh, quick holiday schedule update. So you're obviously listening to this on Monday. We will have our uh, regular episode on Thursday. Saturday's episode uh, will be a holiday mailbag. So email Jenkins and Jones uh, at gmail.com with any questions or uh, holiday stuff that you uh, want us to discuss. And then we are we will not be releasing an episode on Christmas. Uh, very sorry, but I, you know, we're not recording on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Uh, and then we'll, I, you know, we'll we'll talk. We'll give you an update on the schedule after that. But that's what we're looking at right now. So don't don't. I don't want anyone to wake up on Christmas like, yes, there's a new Jenkins and Jones under the tree, and then you found out that you know you didn't have it. You had to spend time with your family. Damn, 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 damn. damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you will have to watch, you know, fourteen basketball games and an NFL game instead of <laughs> listening to Jenkins and Jones on Christmas. All right, the Detroit Pistons, guys. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> it's Our been Detroit bad. Pistons. Our, Our Detroit Pistons. Yes, we are the official Friends podcast. Of the show, Detroit Pistons. <laughs> of they the need show. a friend right now, dog. <laughs> they, they, they need all. They, they, they need everyone gathering around them right now. <laughs> the Pistons is bad and it keeps getting worse. Last night, Saturday night, they fall to 2 and 24 with a 32 point loss. To the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, Giannis had his sons, he had his kids on the court with him during shoot around. A couple, a couple of writers for the Bucks pointed out like he is the most focused. Like he doesn't even talk to people before the games. That's how focused he is. He had his sons like rebounding for him and getting him the ball and stuff. Like he was. <laughs> someone, someone said people are straight up treating the Pistons like a field trip. He had his kids <laughs> sitting on the bench with him at the end of the game. They put the Nassus in in the second quarter. Wow. With four minutes left, bro. The human victory cigar. Can't <laughs> only burn, right? God damn. 
Um, I'm gonna give I'll give a little context a bit later to the the how historic this losing streak is. But what I mean, what do we have left for the Pistons, guys? Like, do we have coping advice for fans? <laughs> do we have what the team should do with the pieces they've got? Do we have a speech for Monty Williams? Like, what do we do at this point? It's for just, our Pistons, it, bro. It, it feels like I mean we're witnessing something historic here. Um, the, the homie Dave before pointed out that the Pistons have as many wins this season as Draymond has suspensions, which is like wild as fuck. Tyler, someone pointed out the, the, uh, from November, from since Halloween, they have the same number of wins as the Texas Rangers who won the world series because they won two games at the beginning of November. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. God damn. We got to go all the way back to baseball. Like, <laughs> bro, like free agency is just about over with, dog. Like, sheesh. But yeah, man. I, dog, it's some historic shit. And it's, it's only going to get worse because, you know, like, like, like the point that you brought up a few episodes back, it's, they're getting everyone's best shot now because no one wants to be the team to, you know, lose to these guys now. So, they, hey, I don't know, man. It's going to be a minute, dog. I think we're going to be here for a while. We might as well get comfortable. I mean, the Nash is in the second quarter. I don't know if that's the best <laughs> shot. I mean, this, you know, what I'm because saying? the starters <laughs> gave them their best shot for the for that first quarter and a half. The that's first why. quarter when they yeah. drug their ass real quick. Yeah, yeah but man, I, I I wonder who's still watching. Are there any real like the people that Detroit Pistons fans are still turning on every day to tap into this? I think we need to get one of them on the pod. I want to know like what this experience is like and what makes you keep watching. You know what I'm saying? Like the last three years, I get. Trust the process for how long are you going to trust this process? And the, this is the worst we've ever, I I think I've ever seen Detroit in my lifetime. I'm wondering who is still watching these games, man. We, we, I mean, we, have, we, we do have someone lined up, but we know the agreement we have is, you know, we're going to get you on when the streak is over so we can talk about the streak in its totality. And okay. here we are weeks later after we arranged that, you know. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, we arranged yeah. that back when we didn't know where we were eating for Thanksgiving dinner yet. But yeah, <laughs> yeah right, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I feel like no, but 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 it almost is worth having a separate conversation with a like regular regular fan on yeah. like bro. Because but Hanif said he he's has probably a still not watching. I don't think the dude we have. I I, I Hanif said he watching. has a friend who's a poet who has watched every minute of every game this year. Hanif said that Jesus, which is like that's some that's some tough that's shit. The, so, the, the, hey. Poets, bro, tortured souls. Edgar Allan right. Poe shit right there. You feel <laughs> like, like that's what they're known for, man. For Edgar Allan Poe was he was tortured by incest and the oppressiveness of the American class system, <laughs> as well as the free, risingly free access to drugs. And uh, poets now are tortured by the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> right. It's like when you have writer's block. Some people like go to a cabin in the woods, and he's just like, I'm gonna watch the Pistons every day for two months. <laughs> he's tortured by incest, huh? Edgar Allan Poe? Yeah. I mean, he, he married, married his cousin, cousin bro. bro. Yeah, he married his cousin when she was like 13 and he was like 16 or something, I believe. Bro, it was so filthy back then. It- Baltimore, <laughs> Baltimore dudes, bro. No, nah, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Slash Richmond dudes. Edgar Allan Poe spent a good chunk of his life in Richmond, too. So. Yes. Y'all got yeah. Edgar Allan Poe tour shit to do in Richmond, bro? Yeah, we got, bro, we got a Poe house. The, the uh, house where he like lived at, dead smack. In the middle of like our bar hopping district, and there's been so many times I walked past there, faded like Edgar Allan Poe was in there, drunk as fuck, like me writing some, <laughs> writing some amazing shit. We're like the same dudes, drunk and broke and sad, <laughs> right? So yeah. 
We're yeah, gonna the, get the, to the this pod, later. The but and Shackle Bottom, bro. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so when we uh, when we come out there, I gotta I I had to pull up to that. We cause we went to all the post shit in Baltimore. It was cool as hell. That we're gonna talk about this later in the show. But that would have been a great moment to have a camera following you around, bro. <laughs> yeah. In the story of Dragonfly Jones, like here he is drunk outside of Edgar Allan Poe's house. <laughs> all right. Let's let's put some historical context on this Pistons shit. They're currently sitting at a losing streak of twenty three losses in a row that is tied for the fifth longest in nba history however two of the teams above them their losing streak went over two seasons it was the end of one season the start of another season i understand why for record keeping purposes those are the you know those are long streaks i don't think that's remotely the same as coming out and losing for two because at this point they're in danger of losing every game they play in november and december so in terms of single season losing streaks, they are tied with three other teams right now in a four-way tie for fifth. There are only two teams above them, and that is the Cleveland Cavs in 10-11 and the 76ers the, the, in 13-14. Yeah, the 9-72 and 72 Sixers. I was going to yep. miss them. So they um, have 26. They are three games away at this point from tying the longest single season losing streak. Their next games are at Atlanta, hosting Utah, and I really feel like it's the Utah game they got to win because after that, they're in Brooklyn twice, then they're in Boston, then they play the Raptors, and then maybe, I mean, if they've set a new record at that point, I guess the last hope would be at the Rockets January 1st. But, like, it's not a lot of windows there, especially because, as Tyler referenced, like, no one wants to be the team that loses to the Pistons right now. Like, the backups on teams who are tanking don't want to be the team that loses to the Pistons. You know what I mean? So I just don't know. Do you see hope in there? Is it the Jazz game? Like what are what are where where's our losing streak for our Pistons going to end? I I think the Raptors could be a sneaky possible. Um but yeah, it's 6 oh. games from now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like 2024. Um <laughs> But dog, I I just I just do like they're gonna have to sneak someone. They're gonna have to have a one of those nights where everything's going great for them and shit's going shitty for you the other team, right? Like there's there's no match where you're like, okay, they match up great against this team. You know that's where they where it snaps. It's like bro, like like I said, shit's just gonna have to go, go great for them and terrible for the, for their opponent. Three of their next nine games, only three of their next nine games are at home. Also, they have six out of the next nine on the road. I think the answer, if it's not Utah, who is not good. I think the answer, their best chance outside of that in the next coming weeks is December 26th. They're home against Brooklyn. They go to Brooklyn on the 23rd. You know, it's hard to beat a team twice in a row. And the day after Christmas, the Nets have to travel to Detroit. I feel like that's their, that's their best shot. When they said it's hard to beat a team twice in a row, they weren't talking about the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> They didn't have that team in mind because they wouldn't have said it if they did. Because <laughs> people have been, it's been a lot, it's been a lot of consecutive ass whooping strung together for those guys. <laughs> yeah, as it turns out, it hasn't been that hard to be the team twenty three times in a row. So, <laughs> I, I do think when you look through the list of losses, that's what jumps out to me. They're not. This is not like. There's been some NFL losing streaks where it's like an overtime game a late pick six or something. They're losing games by 30 points. Like they, it has been a month since they tweet, since their team account tweeted text along with the score update. All they do is tweet the graphic <laughs> with what quarter it was. It's done in emojis with like the white and black circles. 
They're not tweeting words at this point. It's just like, here is the fucking score, bro. <laughs> I think the social media team should lean into how trash they are. Let's have some fucking fun. The most exciting thing about the Pistons is that they're fucking horrible. Okay? You know, you're the social media team. Drum up some fucking attention with it. You feel me? That's all you can do? I think you should lean in, you know? I don't know how the players will feel about that. <laughs> I think that, yeah. Well, I this mean. This is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Just tweet the score like LOL and just keep right. it Yeah, right. there's, a, there's, a, there's a funny way that's not disrespectful <laughs> that you could, you know, lean into. No, it, be disrespectful. Well. If, you're, if you're on the Detroit Pistons social media team, I know it's been a difficult two months of figuring out what to do. Please just give your Twitter account to Tyler for 24 hours on a game day. Gotcha. And we'll promote it. Like, what? <laughs> More engagement than you had your entire <laughs> your social media. We that can be guaranteed. That'll be guaranteed. Our sincere apologies to the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, God bless, bro. I don't know. The, oh, someone did point out that the Wingstop logo, because uh, Wingstop sponsored their like <laughs> score updates, has been moving further and further away from the actual numbers of the score on the graphic. Yeah, they're trying it to get away to, from them. Yeah, it used to be right under the score real big, and now it's real small all the way in the corner. Like, that, does, does that really affect Wingstop? Yeah, when Wingstop is like offering free fucking wing, wingless, um, boneless wings when they break the streak and shit, so. Yeah, when, Wingstop's, Wingstop's going to take a hit once that streak break, bro. Like, like you I, might want to dump your Wingstop stock because that shit's going to bottom out after that Detroit win, dog. Like, mother, those motherfuckers going to get hit for a hella goddamn boneless wings, dog. I'm just saying, like, you know, you're trying to keep Wingstop on, in, in, in mind, right, by promoting, promoting, you know, like, if they're winning, what, 15 games, nobody's paying attention to the Detroit Pistons. I think we're paying attention because they're so trash. So I think... Them losing is actually benefiting Wingstop as far as marketing. Yes, they're getting a lot of free actually, discussion. They, you said what? They're getting it's, a lot yeah. of free discussion out so of it. So I don't know why sure. they move it further away. But uh, Tyler, I do agree with you. Well, that's <laughs> what we're talking <laughs> about. Is they're yeah. moving it further away? So that maybe that's like if they were to do the like Twitter thing of like you know they just make it like one point smaller every time they lose <laughs> until it was like one pixel or something. I feel like that. I feel like that's a good thing that like, there's a good thing to do. It's like generating some fresh for wing stop. It's not that disrespectful to the players, you know? Right, I mean? right, right. It, nice but it bit. is sad. Like, cause if you're a Lakers fan in Southern California, that like wing stop, if you like wing stop, which, which uh, I do, it's like, that's part of the culture of like, you know, the Lakers win, you get some wing stop. You know what I mean? It's, uh, in Detroit, it's just like, for two months, you're like, I need these boneless wings, and I can't have them. Just go buy the wings, dog. <laughs> there will be no them. wings this Christmas. Right. That's some shit for the for the poet to write about, bro. <laughs> Christmas with no boneless wings. No, remember because there is no joy in Detroit, bro. <laughs> All right, uh, we got a grab bag of uh, NBA topics from last night. I'll, I'll just read you these, and y'all can decide what you want to talk about. Uh, SGA hit a game winner, cold game winner, against the Nuggets. Keegan Murray had 11 straight threes for the Kings, which sets a new NBA record. He was 11 of 12 from beyond the arc in the game. And uh, Steph Curry with a vintage uh, flip switch, switch flip, uh, to beat the Nets with 37 points. Uh, what what caught your guys' eye on Saturday night? Um, you know, Steph's still out here carrying that fucking team when Draymond fucks up a story as old as time, right? Um, SGA, man. 
Dog, I, I I feel like he might be underrated. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we might not talk about this dude enough. He was a 30-point-per-game first-team All-NBA guy last season, right? And I feel like, you know, of, of course, I don't think that OKC is going to sneak up on him. I think everyone knows this is a team who, if they get the right draw in the playoffs, they're probably winning a first-round series, right? I think that people are very high on OKC, but, but SGA, that dude is different, man. One thing I love about him is like how he plays the game. And we talk about this. I mean, I talk about it a lot. It's like he gets to his spots. He knows exactly what he's going to do. And mm-hmm. on that game winner, he got to his spot. And you can't keep him from his fucking spots. He's so efficient watching <laughs> him play basketball. I think this is what kids should. I think this is a guy kids should watch. Don't watch Steph. You're not going to be Steph. And I'm not trying to like ruin anybody's dreams. <laughs> hey, eight-year-old, you can't be Steph. I'm not trying to do that, bro. But I mean, you, if you, can't, though. Em- you know what I'm saying? If you want to emulate a player, SGA is the player to emulate. Because the way he plays basketball is repeatable, and that's why he's so efficient, bro. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. uh, We had some painting done. We're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we got the truly insane news, and I know we—I I think we, we might have different opinions on this, but um, all reporting from the credible NFL reporters is that Aaron Rodgers is likely to be medically cleared this week to play professional football three months 
after tearing his Achilles. Uh, this has inspired everything from conspiracy theories that he actually had an ankle sprain. I think we pretty clearly saw the video of his fucking Achilles snaking up the back of his leg. So I, <laughs> I think it was a legit injury. There was a kicker, I think, who came back after four months last year. Um, I think this is just as much as everyone wants to talk about Aaron Rodgers. My takeaway from this is medical science is a miracle. It continues to improve, and it is ludicrous how fast these athletes are coming back from what used to be career-ending or threatening injuries. Uh, but again, we had a kicker come back from an Achilles tear in four months last year for the Rams. So um, I don't know, man. This shit's crazy. But for, Tyler, I know you were kind of like, don't buy it with with Rodgers coming back, bro. So how do you how do you feel about it? I mean, I my whole thing was, you know, I tweeted out that, you know. Of, of course, if he could come back before the season is out, he would because, you know, he wants to pound his chest like, yeah, I know way more than medical professionals. And so many people, you know, hopped in my mentions like, no, this is the Jets protecting him. They see the season is washed. No, first of all, like I want, I want people who are who had that stance to realize you're for one saying the Jets are a competent franchise. <laughs> like, like that's what you're basing this on until you're saying Aaron Rodgers isn't a, a dickhead who's full of himself who wants to beat his chest in a moment like this. Right. Like like those are just two fal falsities that you're rooting your argument in. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised. And like I said, I don't think that this is him you know, coming back to try to, you know, steer the, the ship right for the Jets because they're done. There's no possible chance they can make it to the playoffs. This is him just coming, you know, wanting to come back to show that, you know, he's the guy who knows a bit more than these medical professionals. And I, we saw this shit coming a mile away from the very moment where he said he wanted to try to come back this season. For me, I'm just thinking, like, doing that at 42. Like, you, you do, you're, you're, you're rushing back at 40 years old to play fucking football. I fell down a single step yesterday. And I sat there for like two minutes just to check that all my body parts were working correctly. I panicked, y'all. I was just, that was the more, most fear I felt in my life. I thought when I looked at my foot, my shit was going to be like this. A single step. This nigga is 40, just had an Achilles tear, and running to get 300-pound men barreling at him. Insane. To prove who? Prove what? Yeah. Ridiculous. I just completely like <clears throat> I, I don't have any faith in this happening, but I wish we as a society would have the maturity to if he is trying to make any kind of a point about medical science or medical professionals, as Tyler was saying, like he got the best surgeon to do this surgery because he's Aaron Rodgers. You didn't get someone who runs counter to the medical science profession. You got the guy. You didn't get a guy. You got the guy. You know, like what I mean? if Fauci is the guy in virology, which he is, you got the guy for Achilles tears. And because you trusted him and let him perform surgery on your fucking Achilles, you are going to be back faster than anyone thought possible. That is the proof of the medical science profession, not counter to it. Um, all right. I want to talk about uh, the moments whether it's as a parent or as a human being, but like regular life moments when you wish you had a documentary crew following you. I would tell you as good friends of theirs, I wish I had footage of Tyler drunk outside the Poe house. And I really <laughs> wish I had footage of John falling down a single stair yesterday. Cause I bet that shit was funny as fuck. That's some assholes. <laughs> High moments of my lowest moments. <laughs> How did you fall down the step? I was, Keeping up with what's going on overseas, you feel me? And I was tripping off of that and forgot literally. there was a step there. Yeah, figuratively and literally. <laughs> and forgot there was a step there and fell. Like, fell like so quickly. 
that I didn't have a chance to break the fall. Like I was on oh the ground God. before I knew my knee went straight into the ground. <laughs> I literally thought my foot was going to be facing the opposite way. I thought I was going to look like, you know, what we used to do to our action figures, bro. You feel me? Like <laughs> the, the, the fear was, was, was worse than the actual pain. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I'm 40. It's all in. You know what I mean? Anyway. I had that happened last year when I was running. One, second, I, one, one more thing, one yeah. more thing. So like when Somi when Somi like has a boo boo, we said we can give her special lotion. You know what I mean? And so I fell in front of Somi. I had Somi yesterday. No, her look, you look, fell look, in look. front of her. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, look. <laughs> so Somi goes, "You fell down," and then I <laughs> and then I go myself up, and she comes to me. She says, "You need special lotion," <laughs> <laughs> and I just. What's up? No, so me, Daddy. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you very much, baby. You're so sweet. That's so you sweet, bro. The eye. You need special lotion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's man, so funny because to you, I mean, what, as adults, we fall down like once a decade or something. Bro, I, been, I, I don't down. remember. I think I panicked. I don't. Th I think I panicked because I don't remember the last. I, I don't. I haven't fell down in so long. Right. You know what I mean? That, that way. But to a baby, it's yeah. like, oh, like daddy's doing my thing I do all the time. You know, the, like the, the last time I fell down was when I tore up a teleton. That was I was that was 2016. That's the last time I fell. And so like I actually did this. It was weird. I actually did the same thing. I pushed back like, is everything working? I think like you know, I maybe have trauma from that moment. It's crazy. I'm but, sure. Yeah. You, no, I'm sure you I'm sure you do. Like I so I was the last time I fell down, I was on a run. And it was just a like you know a mile four or something. I didn't clear a curb. Yeah, yeah. That I thought I was gonna clear on it, but it's uh, like you said, the fall happened in you know like when you when you think about falling, which like all men, I'm like always thinking about like being in an action movie at some point during the day. You think that there's time to do things, and there's no time to do anything. <laughs> like, you just like you start to fall, and then you have fallen immediately. Like you said, I think I. There was someone who saw it happen who thought that I was like really seriously injured because I didn't move for like 30 seconds. And it was exactly what you said. Wiggle your toes. Right. Move your ankle. Flex your foot to see if your calf's okay. It was like all the way up. And then it was like, okay, I think I'm all right. Except I scraped my hands up on the concrete. We used to be able to catch her fall at least. Like I, in mid fall, I'd be like, oh, I'm about to, I'm about, this, this is about to get me fucked up. Let me do what I can. Like even riding bikes when I like, pop a wheelie or do a jump or some shit, I'd be like, oh, this has got to get ugly. At least I can kind of brace myself in some way. What was so weird was I'd fallen before I thought to, I before I, th I didn't even think to brace myself. My hands didn't go that My hands were still up with my knee in the ground. I'm like, bro, I'm done for. <laughs> over with. If there had been spikes there, if, if there had been a death pit there, bro, 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 <laughs> you, you were not going to uh, swing your way across. The <laughs> all, all right. All the situations that I think about that I'm certain I could make it out of. Right. Cooked. Cooked. No chance, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, have I ever told you all how I dislocated my shoulder? No. Nah. When, when, when was this? I was 18. Okay. So I had three surgeries on my right ankle. Uh, one of them when I was a senior in high school, a really major one right after high school where they, like, took, they took bone out. And it was like a, just an injury to my ankle. But it, okay. the bottom of my whatever the tibia or fibula is had snapped off and was like floating around in the ankle. So it was like. What did you was, do? What were you doing? 
running just like being a teenager like nothing i did nothing to it it was like, okay. they, they, they think it was like congenital that it was like the bone just grew too long basically okay 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 but so they tried to just pin it down with like an arthroscopic surgery and it didn't work and so um probably because i was being a teenager and continuing to play basketball and shit after i Jesus recovered Mike. you know after after i recovered okay 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 but like uh so the next surgery it was like they took they took the bone out and then removed that chip and then put the bone back in but i had like I don't know, like six deck screws down one side of my leg and like two on the other. And um, so I was just in bed. This is actually when Shara and I started dating when I was 18. That was like, she just came over and like hung out of the house. <laughs> Real one. So, yes. Yeah, so, yes. Our second date, she pushed me on a wheelchair to go see a movie. <laughs> y'all like, was going to be together forever, y'all. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, I, I dislocated my shoulder while I was recovering from that surgery by falling out of bed and <laughs> trying to catch myself <laughs> with my left arm. Bro, you was old. You've been old for a long time. I knew. Bro, that's like what you do in an old folks home. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> Effectively, yes. I try to catch myself, but if you fall and your arm is behind you, then it's just like, Oh. like pops up you know what i mean so yeah, yeah there was a good there was a good three weeks there where i was in a wheelchair with my left arm in a sling that was like at 18 <laughs> at 18 so that would be an example of a moment i do not want footage of um <laughs> although it would be objectively hilarious and i'm sure my kids would find it to be the funniest thing ever uh, <laughs> but the moment i was thinking of that i wish i had footage of was uh maya got her ears pierced a little while ago and there's a whole level of care that I'm learning about having a daughter that like goes into how you have to keep the the, the piercing clean, mm -hmm. and you have there's only certain a certain earring that she has to wear that like she, is safe for her to have in all the time. And um, but she's she is a real baby about pain because she's mm -hmm. my daughter. So while our son, we were giving the speech before he got, you know, before he got vaccines and stuff like that about pain is temporary and it's okay to hurt and it's okay to feel bad about hurting. And then it's okay to feel better. Like all this other stuff with our daughter, I was just like holding her and staring at the nurse. Like if she feels the needle, like I am going to kill you, you know, so <laughs> going to die. So she hasn't been like sensitized, desensitized to it or whatever. And so anyway, she was like really She was really struggling, but it was, it was getting to the point where Char was like, doing the cleaning or, or changing the earrings for in the mornings before she had to go to work. So she was like making Char late because she was like run like running away. Mm -hmm. Like, nope. Like we're not doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. And um and so <clears throat> I gave her a speech that was like whew, it was like any given Sunday speech. Hey bro. man. Let's give us a taste. You feel it was it, okay. All right. I was. <laughs> I need a little bit of that. <laughs> but yeah, I wish I had that. video because she was locked in. Like oh, she wow. had, like I could see her eyes were like shining. They she were, like, got a little it. wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, I wish I could tell you that you were gonna have a life with no pain in it. Like there are parents who tell their kids that, and they are lying. <laughs> I cannot lie to you because I love you, and I need you to be able to go in the world and handle a little bit of pain. Because if you don't change it, it's gonna get infected, and it's gonna be so much worse. And that's what life is. Like we have to go through a little bit of shit. To get to the stuff that's better. And if you don't go through it, it makes it, if you put off dealing with that, it makes it so much worse. You know, like, but I would, I was like, while she was eating yeah. breakfast and she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, dad, I can take yeah. a little pain. Yeah. Okay. And then the, yeah. yeah. And then the next day, dude, she, and then the next day she thugged it out. 
I was, so I was like, man, I wish I had that. Like that was such a great like flex? moment. Did you actually you know what I mean? go somewhere and flex after that shit? Like I yeah. would be in the mirror, like what the fucking super dad, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like I after just she but like out the next day. Anytime you do great as a dad, I just like send Shara texts. You know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> I didn't really like let myself. I don't know, like feel that good about it. But I did wish I had. Him. I'm picturing Mike do the Austin Reeves. I'm him. Right. I'm right. Him. <laughs> go into go into his office with all the comic books around him. I'm him. That's me. I'm him. Like flexing in there and then getting back to writing. But I yeah. want to know from your guys is like I said I I want the the I've I've said the footage that I want but what what's a what's an everyday moment like what's a moment where you're like this is me <laughs> like I wish I could immortalize this you know what I mean like what's a what's a moment you need on video just just something in our everyday lives now like in our day to day routine yeah like, or throughout I mean if you have some like some moment like that that you could think of like I don't know I just think it, it's it's we're not that far away like I was at a track meet with the kids on Saturday. And there was a guy there filming his like three-year-old daughter running a 60 meter sprint, but he had like a $5,000 camera rig. Like he had the gimbal and the, uh, the, the extendo microphone. And it was one of the cameras you carry and you can like run around with it and stuff. And I was yeah. just like, I said to Shar, I was like, this shit is so crazy, bro. And she looked at me and said, if that girl becomes an Olympian, that footage is going to be fire as fuck. Like, we're not that far away from having documentary level footage of every moment of our lives. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't say it's, it's every day, but it's like when I get in that zone where I'm like running a joke into the ground and irritating my wife, I feel like I'm at like a master at work in those moments. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I remember when Beyonce first dropped Renaissance and, and um, on America's Got a Problem, right? Like Beyonce says, that booty gonna do what it want to. And I would just like drop that shit in just like regular conversation and, and just annoy the shit out of my wife. Just just random saying it. But hey, you know, that, that booty gonna do what it want to. It is what it is. And she, <laughs> right? It's just driving her insane. So I would say, yeah, when I get in the zone like that and I just run a joke into the ground and, and irritate my wife, bro, like I that is one of one of my most proud moments when I when I reach that zone, dog. Is it the Simpsons sideshow Bob uh, rake thing where it goes from funny to not funny to really not funny to hilarious, or does it just get progressively <laughs> less funny and more? Annoying? Yeah, it, it's it usually starts off funny, right? Like she usually right. enjoys the joke, and she's like, "All right, man, you're running that into the ground." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that, and that only encourages me, right? Like, yeah, that's not the way to handle that, but yeah. So, I mean, uh, for me. I think the as far as video would be of Somi, but like we are, she's only two, so we're still recording every single fucking thing, basically. Um, I remember when I was like in, I was like twenty one or something, and I thought, I wish my life was scored with by like Miles Davis. I wish like I could walk around with Miles Davis playing. I think all situations would be easier or less. As somebody that grew up with anxiety, I'd have less anxiety, and you know what I mean. Um, so that's, that's, that's the one you said, what? That's fascinating. Yeah, that's you one, feel like yeah. it would make you less anxious. I think I feel like if I'm playing jazz, you know, I'm in the background and it gives like it, 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 it adequate. I mean, there's some things where I should be anxious. Like if a bear is fucking chasing me, you know what I mean? Play the bear chasing Miles Davis. You feel me? <laughs> but if there's like, like if the situation is playing the jazz that it needs to be played for the situation, it'll keep me with you know from feeling like a bear is chasing me when there's no bear chasing me. you feel what right. i'm saying 
So I feel like that will keep me more locked into, you know, the reality of the situation rather than rather than where my brain is going. You feel me? We got to so, study uh, your brain, though. That's a I, that would never have. I mean, I completely understand what you're saying, but that would never have occurred to me as like a way to like like release anxiety. You know what I mean? That's fat. That's a fascinating thought. I think I have the way my brain works. We talked. I sent you that video because I, I I'm I kind of question how my brain works, right? You know what I mean? I, I sent y'all that little article or whatever, and how like I think in photos and have to speak to. I mean, speak, yeah. I think in images and have to speak to the images. But the reason why I'll talk and jump into another topic without finishing that sentence is because another image images are constantly popping into my fucking head. You know what I mean? So it's good when I'm doing creative shit. But unless I'm like super locked in or in, like enthusiastic about something, like I'm always have images going into my brain. Right. You know what I mean? Or into my, I guess, is it Madula Mgada that caused? Anyway, let's not. Yeah, but no, that, but that does fascinate <laughs> me because we, the three of us talked about that, about the like the different ways that the brain processes and thinks things. Like I don't, I don't ever think in images. Like if, like when I'm writing, if I'm trying to like be evocative about something, I can call something up or I can create one in my head. But it's just a straight, it's straight words. You know what I mean? Like all the, like when, when, it, that when we found out that not everyone has an inner monologue, I had to like sit there and just think about it for like five minutes. Cause it's like every, when I was like six years old, I was like, I have to get out of bed. Like thinking it in, you know what I mean? Like yeah, thinking yeah, it in my head sure. and then yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, but like, yeah, I just yeah. can't imagine just waking up and standing up with no Wait, words. people don't have inner monologues like that? Yeah, so that was one of the studies. Like, not everybody, not everybody has them. And I mean, think about it. It makes sense. Like, if we, like, human beings existed for quite some time without true, like, verbal language. Mm -hmm. So they had to have been getting out of, I don't know, it wasn't bed. But you know what I mean? They had to have been, like, getting up and eating or pooping without thinking, I have to poop. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have an inner monologue, but it doesn't, like, I'll, I'll sell, say my, tell myself, like, I've got a bed. But I'll see myself getting out of bed. I don't. It's not. I like, don't do that. That's so, that, that's what that's just like so fascinating to me. But I mean, tell yeah, things are both ways, yeah, right? I, like, I, I, yeah. I think I think in words and images, like, if, like shit. I'm thinking right now, like, how I want some pizza today, and that's a sentence in my mind. Like, I want pizza, and I'm thinking of like um, I'm visualizing a beautiful ass pepperoni slice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, so I get, I do like both. You know? Yeah, I, I think, but that I think beautiful. that's why I write differently that from was how beautiful. I talk. You know what I'm saying? I'll be a pizza. This I'm, I'm, Tyler's I'm, got, got me, me craving pepperoni pizza at 8:53 in right. the morning on <laughs> right, Sunday. Right, right. Sunday pizzas, bro. <laughs> they get different, dog. But I think that's right. why I write differently from how I talk because I have time to sit and like the you don't you don't hear the thoughts fighting in my fucking head when I'm writing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, right. No. Yeah. Uh, hundred yeah, percent. All right. Uh, we're gonna wrap up with our uh, Ava Divine uh, Dookie Butt of the oh. Week. Um, wow. Uh, I love it. Tyler, one of I those. Never uh, it up, by th way. Thank, thank you. Uh, good for not looking up. Thank you to whichever one of the Jenkins and Jones uh, listeners suggested that to me on Twitter. That's a, that's a great Ava idea. <laughs> Ava Divine trademark sign. Dookie Tyler, I would I would venture that you are the top trademark sign humorist in American history, bro. <laughs> hey, I, I don't I don't even want to to my home, but I feel like I really got that shit popping in the Twitter streets. I feel like nobody was was trademarking shit before me, dog. But you know, uh, all right, Tyler, you're Dookie Butt of the Week. Um, I'm probably going with with Kobe Covington, MMA dude, bro. Like, talk listen, about it. Bro. Yeah, um, talk to all that shit. This motherfucker went to the goddamn um, 
you know, to 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 the pre-fight presser in a goddamn Uncle Sam suit, talking shit. Um, got his ass beat. <laughs> his career's probably over because he's, like he's a he's a huge he, he's a huge Trump guy, right? Like yeah, walked yeah, in with a MAGA hat, right? Yeah. yeah, he got his ass beat. This is like his third loss in five fights. He's done. He's he, it's over for him. And this motherfucker just went at LeBron and was like. You know, you 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 stole a billion dollars from this country. You can't even stand for the pledge. I'm like, bro, what the fuck type of 2014 ass grift is this? Like, like we've been here, we've done this. Like, you are just being a dead fucking horse. I I know the whole point of of this shit is is to build hype for your fights, but it's like, dog, like it's like we're so past that stage. It felt like felt like he was just you know bringing up all the old material, and and he was a dickhead. And did you see the slick shit he said to homie? Uh, I was about to homie? talk about that. Yeah, he talked, yeah, talked about, about his dead. Dead, about about his dead pops, he's, he's like talking about, about yeah, yeah he's ahead. talking about you know yeah I'm gonna send you to hell maybe you can say hi to your pops while you're there like come on man yeah so um good rinse to that dude I hope we never see him again I mean he's been a fucking dickhead yeah he's been an but asshole but even the MMA fan base which you know generally kind of like it seems are, are fans of dickhead shit like that the fact that he has a fan base is insane to me they were like you fucking tweaking when he said that shit like. Who in their right mind was going to think that was funny? You know what I mean? Like, that was, you had to have researched and known about that and then thought to say that. And then before, prior to the situation, knew you were going to say that. I mean, it's just some, such just true evil asshole shit. And I I'm, I don't give a fuck about MMA for real, bro. I, I watch maybe two MMA fights every, every decade. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and... I got up this morning and checked to see if his ass got his ass whooped because I, 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 I had a vested interest in this motherfucker getting his ass whooped after hearing him say that type of shit. I already don't fuck with him, but yeah, man, that was horrible. And so, yeah, shout out to Leon, bro. Yeah, you Leon know, Edwards. For the whole uh, team, beating that nigga weak ass, man. I mean, he, and, and, and Kobe a dog. I think Kobe hasn't fought in two years because he um he was waiting for a championship fight. He wanted a belt fight, you know what I mean? So he hasn't fought in a while. Um, But, uh, Fuck him, man. I'm glad he got his ass whooped. I also read he um he is a huge uh, Trump fan, and I read oh, so that, Donald yeah. Trump was there, and I read that uh you know there were some quotes that he was like maybe he was like too nervous fighting in front of Donald Trump, which I think is like the funniest fucking shit ever. Like Trump was supposed to put the belt on him. He said Trump's gonna put the belt on me when I take it from Leon. Yeah, you know and mean? then Dana White to put the cherry on top of the uh of the uh. <laughs> of the right people crying the right kind of tears for my personal taste. Dana White said, yeah, Trump was never going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking funny as hell. All right, John, you're Dookie Butt of the Week. Have you heard about the dude that uh, got swallowed by the whale? No. Jonah? No, no. (laughs) Pinocchio? Pinocchio? Well, you talk about the little homie Pinocchio. <laughs> no, homie uh, <laughs> Pino. Yeah. No. Oh, you're thinking of Nemo. <laughs> Nemo, motherfucking Nemo. Hell yeah. What did you say, Pinocchio? You call it Nemo yeah. Pinocchio? No, Nemo from Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Yeah. Well, okay. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> homie got swallowed by a whale, right? <laughs> but I want to break down the shit that's happened to him because he's a he's he's a lobster fisherman, right? The shit that happened to him prior. Um, got the guy that swallowed by will also survived a plane crash, two great white attacks, and being stranded in the middle of the ocean, bro. Why are you still doing what you're doing, my nigga? To get to the point to get swallowed by a whale, like all of that shit happened prior. Wait, he survived being swallowed by a whale? Yeah, he survived. Dog. How? He was, he, I mean, the whale came back up. 
<laughs> well, it was or, like this is not plankton. It was yeah, like yeah, yeah, right, right. This like, yeah, yeah, this is not. He like, got like, hopped like, up by a whale. Microscopic, isn't it? Yo, yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, he got he got swallowed by a by a whale, and then yeah, it basically was like, no, nah, this isn't what I wanted. He came back up and spit him out. Yeah, so he's been inside of a whale. But prior to that, he's been stranded in the fucking ocean. Two great white attacks and two plane crashes just because because he's him. You know what I mean? Survived him, bro. I'm just like, what, what do you have to do? What's what's going to have to take place to, for you to stop doing that job, G? It's what it, the may, world maybe is others can do trying it, to tell can. us something about this man. You said what? The world is trying to tell us something about this man. What, you think he's Jesus? No, I think he's, oh, I think he's the he's Antichrist. Is, Nah, the he's just—he's the one that gets away at the end of the Final Destination movie. But like he, the like this dude is not supposed to be on planet Earth, bro. I mean, <laughs> two plane crashes and a, hey, a whale swallow you. What else? What was the other great one? White uh, I mean, a great one. Stra- stranded in the middle of the ocean and two great white attacks. Bro, yeah, he's, he's lived like three Tom Hanks movies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he's lived like Captain Phillips. He's lived fucking castaway. God damn. I mean, at first yeah. I was amazed. Oh, you got swallowed by a whale, right? And then I saw this of another shit that happened prior, and I'm like, why are you still there? You got attacked by two gray whites, and then yeah. you got stranded in the middle of the ocean at one point. Why are you even there to get swallowed by the whale? Stay away. You feel me? It's crazy. Um, I'm going to send the documentary crew that was coming to film me talking to Maya the next time to go follow that dude around. That's what you I said. I was like, bro, we we keep remaking all these fucking movies. There's a banger right here that nobody's <laughs> taking advantage of. Make I, the there's a backstory movie. there, though. There's a ba- He's either the best guy in the world or the worst guy in the world. I'm bro, not, I haven't quite figured it out yet. <laughs> he's definitely got cocaine stuffed in those in those lobsters, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's trafficking for sure, bro. It only that's the only thing that makes sense. And there's enough money in that for you to get your ass back in the water. It adds up, but you feel yeah. Me? Uh, Jackson, your Dookie butt of the week. My Dookie butt of the week, I feel like, has been one of our Dookie butts of the week multiple times before. Is Twitter X. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just on, I went on, sometimes I go on Twitter desktop before I recording to like see if I've like missed anything or whatever. And on the sidebar on the left, it's like home, explore, notifications, messages, all the normal shit. And there's something I've never seen before called Grok, G-R-O-K, which is apparently something that premium plus subscribers can use, which is X's most advanced AI. And they've named it Grok. And like that has little like examples, like pull up, like, what could you use Grok for? And it's just Google. It's like someone being like, who is Taylor Swift dating? And it just like, based on our AI and the Twitter stuff, it's Travis Kelsey, it's headed for the Chiefs. I'm like, what the hell do you need this for? <laughs> Grok. Isn't that the name of the like dinosaur from Transformers, the T-Rex motherfucker? <laughs> Grok. Like, I am Grok. Are they just that trying brother. to get people not to leave the app? So instead of going to Google, you could just go to like a Twitter version of but Google? They're trying to get you to pay $8 a month for a Siri? It seems like, like basically. It. It seems like it. I don't know. My dookie butt of the week might be this cat, bro. You need to chill the fuck out, homie. <laughs> Giving him that look, though. <laughs> you, should... a, you two steps from square off. YouTube.com slash at Jenkins and Jones. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah, see so, Mike uh, tri- following his on, cat with his eyes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Chill the fuck out, bro. Um, all right. My dookie butt of the week is. Uh, did y'all hear that there was a, a video of a Republican Senate staffer, uh, 
engaging in sexual relations in the Senate hearing chambers. Yeah. What? <laughs> Lauren Bobert? Tyler, no, 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 no. It was a, it was a, a, a dude, and he was getting uh, barebacked, I guess is the technical term, <laughs> in the Senate hearing chambers, and then like posted the video <laughs> for some fucking reason. <laughs> he he's they, he said he only posted this to his group chat so there's a fungus among oh us. okay fungus okay. ultimate the fungus oh, among wait, us wait so wait in his group chat he showed him two nabudia he sent that to the homies yeah that's group chats to be sending like videos and not anyway. our group chats yeah my group yeah, no. <laughs> We're not in a young, you know, in Washington, D.C., launching our careers uh, stage of our lives. But like... I guess I've got some wild shit in my day. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm you bad. got that one on the resume, though, bro. Not the truth. <laughs> yeah, not but the moon. On U.S. government grounds. That's. Sheesh. Yeah. yeah that's I don't know. Bro. It was just that's one of those, bro. like. I just woke up and was like, what's everyone talking about? Oh, that's what everyone's talking about. Wow. I'm going I'm I'm to tell, tell y'all a wild That would never story. occur to me. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all a wild. This is like an old Jiggins and Jones story. Like, So this is a throwback vibe right here. But this is how what being young is, right? <laughs> it's not me. It's the homie told me it's the story. He was in the club. Clapping, right? You feel me? Uh-huh. Trying to clap. He was about to, you know what I'm saying? She tooted up. The club was kind of chill. They was ducked off in a little, you know, doing some extra voyeuristic type shit. So his nerves built up because they were, you know, they were in a fucking club and he was about to clap the cheeks, right? So what he said was to get the joint in the vagina, he folded his dick. When it popped. Got it. And then he got off. He folded his dick. <laughs> and then when it unfolded, he was in the vagina. And that, you know, allowed him to get an erection. But that's what being young is. And when he said it, I laughed, but it didn't seem like the craziest thing. So this story is that wild, I guess. If you have if you have the opportunity to tune it up. Maybe I would have. Maybe I have a friend that would have done that. <laughs> I think the craziest thing on the clip of the video that I saw is that the lights are on. The lights are just on. Like it's just like it's like lit for C-SPAN to be recording. But you're telling me your friend uh, put it in the way you, the way that like drywall anchor screws work. <laughs> 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 That's crazy. <laughs> When he told me it was so wild, but it was still funny. It was it wasn't it was a wild story, but it wasn't like not a him story. It was something that I expect coming from this dude. You feel me? Yeah. So, yeah you see yeah. this crackhead cat? <laughs> yeah, man. There's a, a window behind cat, the computer. Though. She's a yeah. beautiful cat. Yeah, he's a good looking cat. His name oh, is he... Brisket. So maybe that maybe he's just like naturally attracted to the sound mm-hmm. of Tyler's voice. He's brisket. <laughs> good old bark there on brisket. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all the time we got. We'll be back on Thursday. We will see y'all then. Bye. 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 Bye.
the volume. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 